The FBI has shot and killed a man in Utah after trying to serve a warrant turned into a dangerous and ultimately fatal altercation. And wildfires have been sweeping across the Hawaii island of Maui. What is the latest on this situation? Information on these stories and much more coming up on today's episode of BBP News. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. Today is Friday, August 11th, 2023, and we're here for another news episode, the Friday morning news show. I hope you guys are having a great Friday so far as we head into the weekend. And before we get into anything else, let's see what the weather is looking like for this weekend all across the nation. And starting in Los Angeles, California, expect mostly clear skies today with a high of 81 degrees and a clear weekend ahead. In Houston, Texas, again, mostly clear skies today with a high of 102 and mostly clear skies over the weekend. In Chicago, Illinois, expect some thunderstorms to roll through the area today with a high of 85 degrees. And there will be some clear skies during the middle part of the weekend with some clouds rolling in towards the back end. And then in New York City, expect partly cloudy skies today with a high of 85 degrees and mostly clear skies throughout the rest of the weekend, turning into completely clear skies towards the end. But I don't really have much else to say here at the top. We've got news to jump into. It's going to be a good time here. We've got a lot to talk about. So let's jump straight into it. And we have just a small update on the Mar-a-Lago classified documents case. We told you about the additional charges brought against former President Trump in this case, which included three more counts that surround obstruction and the retention of a document that Trump did not have the authorization to possess. Well, this week, Trump has pleaded not guilty to those charges, along with his former aide, Walt Nada, who was also hit with additional charges for the matter. But while Nada was present in the courtroom on Thursday, Trump was not. His lawyer, Todd Blanche, had submitted the plea in his place. And meanwhile, while this is going on, Carlos Oliveira, we talked about him when the charges were initially added to Trump's case. Uh, He was also hit with charges in this latest round, and he has been unable to obtain local counsel, which means that his arraignment has been postponed once again. This is the second time that arraignment has been postponed for Oliveira, who was present in the courtroom on Thursday. So what comes next in all of Trump's legal worries and all the cases that he is facing at the current moment? There's a hearing set for today, Friday, in the D.C. District Court, and this is the case concerning the former president's involvement in the overturning of the 2020 election. And this hearing concerns the use of materials found during discovery on Trump's social media platform, Truth Social. The prosecution wishes for some of this material to be limited in use, as they do fear that it could lead to witnesses and others involved in the case to feel or be threatened by others who see those materials online. 
A Utah man by the name of Craig Robertson was shot and killed by FBI agents Wednesday after an altercation at his home in the town of Provo. The agents were attempting to serve a warrant around 6.15 a.m. when they found Robertson armed upon their arrival. He refused to follow any of their commands and proceeded to point a gun at the agents at one point, and it is soon after this happened that the fatal shot was taken. Now, Robertson was being charged under seal for making threats against the life of the president, as well as several other government officials. This was only the second time that Robertson had truly had a run-in with law enforcement, the first time being in 1998 when he just pleaded no contest to a disorder orderly conduct charge and paid a $70 fine. However, his comments online have been considered highly troubling for a number of months now as he targeted several high-profile officials such as President Biden, Vice President Harris, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, New York Attorney General Letitia James, and others. A 2022 Facebook post from Robertson listed in the court filings read, quote, The time is right for a presidential assassination or two. First Joe, then Kamala, end quote. Then in March of this year, Robertson was banned from Truth Social, the social media platform founded by former President Trump, for his comments about wanting to use a suppressed weapon to put a bullet into the forehead of Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. In that incident, Truth Social also reported Robertson to the FBI. In his latest threats, which came earlier this week, Robertson posted that he was planning to pull out his ghillie suit and dust off an M24 sniper rifle ahead of Biden's visit to Utah on Wednesday. And in court filings, it was noted that Robertson did indeed have several firearms in his home. We saw the jobs report for the month of July come out last week, and it has a few different areas of interest. First and foremost, we saw another slowdown in the number of jobs created, with the total sitting at 187,000 for the month of July. And this is a considerable drop from June's initial number of 209,000, though an increase from the revised job creation numbers for the month of June, which sat at 185,000. And this number was also less than the expected number of jobs that would be created in the month of July, that being 200,000. And this would all point to a slowing job market, of course, which is something that we have been watching for the past few months now. The one thing that is keeping hopes high across the labor market is that the unemployment rate is at a near historic low. According to the numbers from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the unemployment rate for the month of July set at 3.5%, beating estimates that said that it would remain at 3.6%. And even better is the improvement in the broader jobless percentage, which sits at 6.7%, an improvement of 0.2% from the month of June. And this broader jobless percentage includes people that work part-time because of uh, economic reasons, as well as those actively seeking jobs. And there were several industries with significant job growth, though healthcare sat at the top this month, 
seeing an improvement of 63,000 jobs, followed by social assistance at 24,000, financial activities at 19,000, and wholesale trading at 18,000. As it stands, there is still a lot of speculation over whether we will see a recession or whether it will stop at just a slower economy for a little while. And only time can really tell with this one, but we may have another indication as to where things stand. And that is the July inflation report, which came out on Thursday of this week. And for the first time in a year, we saw an increase in the inflation rate, now sitting at 3.2% according to the report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. This is a small increase from the month before when inflation came in at 3.0%. But that being said, a small increase was expected for the month of July, basically falling right in line with estimates, so this did not have a negative impact on the stock market. In fact, looking at another figure which we've been paying attention to for the past few months now, the core inflation rate saw another improvement in the month of July, coming in at 4.7%, a decrease of 0.1% from the month before. But moving back to the normal inflation rate, where did most of the increase come from? Well, the answer is pretty simple. Shelter. Shelter was the main cause here. According to the report, the cost of shelter rose 0.4% between the months of June and July and was up 7.7% compared to July of 2022. This has become a bit of a trend with shelter prices continuously increasing for several months now. Meanwhile, food saw just a small increase of 0.1% between June and July, while energy prices climbed just 0.2% despite a surge in the prices for both crude oil and gasoline. So, what does this mean for interest rates? Well, confidence currently remains high that we will not be seeing any more interest rate hikes for the time being. And of course, this could change if the Fed decides that they need to continue acting on the matter. However, at least for this month, we are not expecting another increase of the interest rates. Hawaii has experienced heartbreak this week with wildfires sweeping across the island of Maui. And these fires, now slowly being contained by many firefighting crews, have left nothing but pure destruction in their path, turning historic towns like Lahaina to rubble. The fire responsible for the near destruction of Lahaina has been reported to be 80% contained at this point, and along with this destruction, there have also been numerous deaths, with the latest reports saying that 55 people have died from the fires, with more expected later. Meanwhile, there have been others rescued, with 17 pulled from the water by the Coast Guard and 40 others rescued from land. And 1,400 people were reported to have stayed at the Maui airport Wednesday night as they waited for flights off of the island. As the fires are still being fought, recovery efforts are already underway. President Biden approved a disaster declaration for the island of Maui. Quote, our prayers are with the people of Hawaii, but not just our prayers. Every asset we have will be available to them, end quote, said by President Biden during an event in Utah 
Utah on Wednesday. And the cause of the fires is still under debate at this point, though it is generally being attributed to dry conditions, low humidity, and high winds coming in from Hurricane Dora south of Hawaii. Now getting into rapid news, California Senator Dianne Feinstein was briefly hospitalized on Tuesday after a fall at her home. She has returned home since then, and New Hampshire nurse Alex Dorsonville, along with her daughter, have returned home two weeks after they were kidnapped in Haiti. Now getting into good news for today, and it's a short story, but it's one worth telling in my opinion, and it all surrounds saving people from scams. So we have one individual here. She was an elderly woman in Scotland who headed into her local post office getting ready to send a package. When one of the employees there, the manager of that post office, in fact, asked her what was in the package because she noticed that this woman was acting very, you know, shaky, was very just put off and looked a little scared and she had been a regular customer at that post office so you know they knew her and so she felt comfortable asking her what you know what was going on what was in the package what was she sending and after a little hesitation the woman told the manager that it was the money from her savings account that she had received a call from her bank saying that there was suspicious activity you know it's that classic scam there has been suspicious activity on your account, you know, you need to withdraw money and send it to us, that whole thing, you know, the typical scam or one of the typical scams. And obviously she didn't know what was going on. She didn't know it was a scam and was worried about her account, was worried about what was going on. And so she withdrew the money, was told to send it to an address so that they could deposit it into another account. Well, you know, this worker, the manager immediately saw what was going on immediately saw that this was a scam and actually the scammers called when the woman was in the post office and so the manager picked up the phone and as soon as they did the scammers hung up so that basically sealed the deal right there so the manager basically just told the woman go call your bank call the actual number for your bank and just confirm what's going on. And she did and found that no such call had ever been made. No call would ever be made of the sort. And so her money was saved. And this is just an amazing moment where a worker saw something was wrong with this customer. Saw something was just completely throwing her off. Causing her to feel scared causing her to become shaky and this worker took the time took the courtesy to ask what's going on you know what are you sending that's basically causing this and because of that she saved this woman's savings she saved her money and it is just an all-important moment because a lot of these people just don't understand these scams. While it can be easy to think sometimes, oh, they're so common, they happen so often, how would you not know? A lot of people get fooled by them. A lot of people feel that fear that, oh no, my account might be in jeopardy, my card might be in jeopardy, my money might be in jeopardy. 
And that fear causes them to be susceptible to scams like this. Or the lack of knowledge of scams like this could easily cause them to be susceptible. And so when other people get the opportunity to step in and ask what's wrong, ask what is causing these people to feel so distressed and shaken, that is so important. And to basically be able to tell them, no, this isn't actually happening. You're safe. You're okay. Go double check with your bank. It's an absolutely important moment and one that, you know, should always happen, in my opinion, or as much as humanly possible. Because these scams are devastating. And so the fact that this woman's money was saved is just incredible. Incredible. Great work on that post office manager. But that is the end of today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed the good news story as well. Be sure to join us today on Clubhouse at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Link to the house in the show notes as always. And we will have more news as well as the live streaming of this episode. But be sure to come by for the extra news and everything that goes along with that. But until Sunday, you guys, when we'll be back with the What to Expect episode for the week of August 13th. Uh, Until then, have a great start to your weekend. Bye. 